started until like right now. Yes. Welcome, welcome back, back to Wait, the pod. Well, Lever well, boy, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Who's starting it here? Who's starting it? I'm gonna start it. All right, Luke. Luke welcome back. Welcome back, guys. Wow, Isaiah. All right, well, someone, cool. someone started. Go ahead, Luke. Welcome back to Speaking Sporadically, episode 17. Yep, yep, yep. Woo! Uh, we got a special day today. First off, we have all five guests here. Am I a guest to you? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, host, 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 host. Host. Sorry, oh, I got something. I got, I got something in my mind. Okay, yeah, yeah. Host. host. Isaiah. Luke. Devin. Trev. Jacob. And I got the guest room because we have a new guest, a six. Adam Ballas. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Straight up, going for it. There That's it is. cool. We do have a, a new guest here, Adam. Uh, so that makes six of us. So it's going to be probably a pretty hectic day. But uh, oh, we're going to have fun with it. Um, so I don't know where, really where to start. I don't How's know. everyone's I don't weekend? We oh, it was a great weekend. You know, we country had, concert did finish Country this concert weekend. was phenomenal. Yeah, it was, uh, it was One huge. Of, this literally. Year. Yeah. It's the favorite one I've been to that I remember mm. in a long time. My mom said it's the best one she's ever been to, and she's been to all 40. Wow. She's been to all 40? My mom's old. Wow. <laughs> no, not just that. She went to all yeah. 40. She's gone to every single one. She went to a country concert. I think about this all the time. She went to a country concert when I was three weeks old. Does she uh, <laughs> She work there and get free tickets? No. She buy it every she, single year. She buys them and goes. Oh she She's buys. single-handedly keeping that place alive. <laughs> That's cap. Cap. <laughs> she buys general admission every year. Doesn't change. General admin. But it was cool. phenomenal. It we was had cool. Luke Combs. That was Thursday night. Thursday night. We had Alan Jackson oh, Friday on night. Friday night. night. was the best night for them. Friday night was definitely the best night. And they didn't expect it either. Oh, I totally did. I saw you it. Did? I yeah. foreshadowed it. I was like, like, the amount of people I talked to I had no idea. They thought it was going to be Friday good. night was, I knew Friday night was going to be the best show. We had Riley Green, Justin Moore, and Alan Jackson. Well, Come on. So a lot, the reason a lot of people thought it wouldn't be amazing was because Alan Jackson recently had surgery, right? Yeah. So he, they knew he wouldn't be, like he, he never really like stands up and like moves around too He's much, an old school guy. But he didn't like move up at all. But a cool thing that happened, and I wasn't there, so you can tell it, right? So, cool happened. I was standing as about as close as I could get from where I was standing. And down the center, he, it's called Gold Circle, because, you know, boy gave me a cool look over there, liver boy. <laughs> Sherm's and eating cow liver right now. He just steer steer your liver. Steer liver, He just sorry. took a bite, looked up at me, he's like, this is so bad. <laughs> just keeps chewing on it. <laughs> Anyways, but like, there's like a catwalk. That runs all the way up to, like, they have a big center area that they use for filming the people on stage, and they put it back onto big TV screens that they hang back there so people in general admin can see. But, um, so he pretty much sat up there, but he had probably, like, 100 to 150 people up on the catwalk, like, that were sitting, like, in stage front, just up there partying when he played Chattahoochee, and it was the coolest thing. It was so legit. Obviously, they had, like, gates up front. I was told that he had gates, like, between where Alan Jackson mm-hmm. was standing at. Still. And where, he, or sitting. He was sitting on his stool, yeah. picking his guitar, yeah. doing it. I it was help. still super, super I cool. I can't feel bad for the security in those few songs. Oh, yeah. I would be sweating. It was That crazy. whole weekend, that whole weekend. Because well, this, this was a yeah. record-setting weekend. This true. was by far they, the biggest turnout they have ever had. I have it absolutely about, crushed yeah, it. Right. Security was no holds bar though. You had one chance, and if you right. screwed it up, yeah. they were cutting bands. Yeah, literally, you could stand on your cooler, and they tell you to get down. But if you would do like a beer shower, and you would throw your can after you were done, 
They were cutting bands. They called they you out, to. and they, they were they cut. Really they they literally to. cut. Bands. It, they were packed like sardines. Even the parking. The first yeah. night they already Crazy. had to go into the overflow. The first night they had to go in like their extra reserves. Like literally by the like the first second that country concert started, they were already full and everything. Yep. They were going through their extras and Entrance, everything. Parking were backed up for miles. Yes. Like on roads. Yes. It was backed like all the way to town. And yeah. country <laughs> concerts about four Two. to five. It's not three, four. It, I'd say it's three, about. I'd four. say two to three. If you yeah, count everything three, yeah. into like where they, but but I guess in the center of town, yeah, it was backed all was the way into the center. Up. It was in the neighborhood of like a four mile backup. I waited yeah. twenty minutes on Thursday oh, yeah. for my ride to get me into, yeah. and I was only I was already halfway there when I sat in line. Does I can only imagine. Does anybody know what the actual number was of how many people? I guess in the neighborhood of three hundred thousand. Really, that's insane. It's crazy. It literally like. It makes their our biggest town year. Their biggest year huge. by far. The cleanup was very easy because mm. they implemented a fine system. So every campsite we went to was like, I would say 90% of the campsites just had everything bagged sitting on the road. Wow. We just walked through, pick up a little small things here or there in our trash bags and keep on going. Like it was kind of a constant walk the whole time. Um, yeah, that's a lot easier yeah. than past years. For us, we couldn't have done anything with cans looking back and recycling. If right. that's the new way they're going to go. Unless they gave out recycling bags, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Again, uh, people party and I, I think training that, like, kind of yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely worth it. Yeah. That, that's really convenient for them. I don't know how they, yeah. I don't know, they have, like, a group of professionals that are paid to go and clean the stage area every night, right? No, I know, I knew somebody who, who got, they got him for free every night, and they got to watch the last show, but, like, then they had to clean the concert area. Oh, okay. They, I, they were from a neighboring town. That's cleaned every night. Yeah, obviously. Otherwise, it'd be a They'd probably just yeah. broom it, sweep it all off. It's definitely just yeah, some, but it's a lot yeah. of gravel. It'd be kind of hard to yeah. broom that. It's true. It's got to be like picked up. It has to be picked and up. Scooped, shoveled into bags. I'd say yeah. How the clean Liberty days? You just come yeah. through, yeah. pick up the stragglers. Anyways, as for our guest Adam, you know, I've always wanted to have a lot of guests on the podcast, and this is one of our first like one-time guests, I guess, kind of when we talked uh, to each other about it. But Adam is a very talented golfer, a very knowledgeable golfer. I used to golf with Adam quite a bit, actually. Then I kind of faded away, but yeah, I, I actually I remember this specifically when I was um the when I really got into golf like nine years ago. Um, before that, my grandpa got me into. Like five? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I was like five. No, so I was like, the first five years of my life, like, I played golf, but I wasn't like... But you, you didn't know. play golf. But I didn't play golf. I was about to say, exactly. the first five years of my life, I lived without the most precious. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, so, no, it would have been, I would have been around eight when I started. Yeah. When I started. So, it was, it was an I remember I actually went out with uh, Devin one day. It was me, Devin, and Grandpa, and uh, yep. we played, and I played from the Red Tees, and I would, I had shot like 70 before that, and I shot like 57. It was like a, you know, 10, 13-stroke improvement, and I thought that was like the coolest thing ever, so uh, from then I started playing like every day in the summer with Grandpa, yeah. and um Something really cool there. is this, his Grandpa, obviously his Grandpa is a huge golfer. Yeah. Like, I've seen his house so many awards, and like... Adam could probably go on and tell you more about individual awards, but he he was really good and he really cared, had a lot of stuff. But it was cool. He he made his backyard like a small course that me and Adam used to pay or play on. He literally. What are you guys laughing? For? <laughs> we uh. I just, just read that on the order. I put his name instead of mine. Right. We we ordered food from a nearby um, bar, a local establishment, one of our, one of our a watering hole, you could say. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. 
His, his grandpa made a course out of their backyard. He would mow it real nice, and they had like a, a hill, and at the top of the hill, he'd put a little hole and a flag, and then he'd have a little sandbar next to it, like it was just a, you know, a little circle of sand or whatever that you could play on. We started by the house, and we'd slowly go. There was no green, really. It was really just a big yard with a hill, yeah. and then a hit, then a hole, but it was still cool that we could still chip and hit yeah. and still practice. Chipping's a big part of the game. Chipping's probably the my best part of my game. <laughs> honestly, my irons game is, that's about it. You can play a whole game with irons, honestly. You yeah. really don't need to drive. My putting skills, top tier. Better than out of balance. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. We, one of our uh, high school teams, we went out and played putt-putt together, and, uh, Trey thinks he's good at putt putt. Obviously, B- B- I mean, B- oh. you did not. Let's consult the score You cards. cheated, and I still won. That is cap. Who hit the most hole in ones? Yes, sir. You who technically had the most hole in ones. <laughs> That's but, all that matters. But is golf a measure of how many? Do, do whoever wins the Masters, who has the most hole in ones? Is that typically, like yeah, typically, ones. typically, no. typically. No, yeah. no, he's got a point. Don't no. you win a car if you get a hole in one? The Masters though, or something. Nah, that's only for like certain. Sometimes like tournaments will have like you know like special prizes. prizes Our local golf course on hole eleven, they do that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. They do that for the little outings and stuff like that. Yeah. Is your highest chance? My mom shot a hole in one. Wow. We'll loop it back to my mom again. (laughs) Just at Stillwater, I forget what hole is super short over there, but it's probably. Yeah, but I feel like if I would ever shoot a hole-in-one, it's going to be out when I'm just playing by myself. I'm going to yeah. hit a hole-in-one and be like, Did, oh, nah, uh It's like, it's going yeah. to suck because, like, you, you can't know, tell you anyone, can't tell yo, anyone, I, I just yeah. hit a hole-in-one and they're like, shut up, dude. Yeah. 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 I'm, uh, gotta see I'm not ever going to hit a hole-in-one, but... I, I do, what's interesting about it is I've had, I was actually looking through, I was remembering, like, this, this year I have holed out on nine of the holes, so I've had nine... I'm, there's nine holes that I've like holed out from like over a hundred yards, but I haven't had a hole in one in my entire life. What do you mean by so hold like, out? So what I mean by like hole out is like, so it's like a par four. You hit your drive, and then you have your second shot that would be comparable to a par three. Oh, okay. So I've had like nine hole outs. So that's like a monster chipping. You, you could think of it like that, but it's a full swing shot. Yeah, it's a it's it's the shot that you would receive on a par three. So I've had those like you know. And when you play a lot enough, like I do, and you get to the level I'm at, you know that happens a good amount. I just never got the lucky. Like the other day, I was li- my ball mark was literally an inch from the hole. Today, I hit a shot. My ball mark was half a foot from the hole. Yeah, and you like, I mean, it happens like every or third round, but it's just so it's so luck. Like sometimes it's got to like it'll hit a foot away and it's got to bounce right. So I've just I've never had one, but uh, you've ever hit one on a. Wii Sports. <laughs> I hit no. a few on Wii Sports. I actually oh. saw a video where these guys, and I really want to do it. The realistic Wii Sports. Oh no! I was talking. Oh. About, I was talking about the speed running. Like, oh, no, I have three of those. Wii. Those are crazy. <laughs> those those are crazy. Really, isn't it? People Watching people speed run for Wii Sports like almost days. Oh my! To get crazy. something. So people like just like even like in golf because I've watched one for like a little bit like a live stream. Yeah. And they reset on the like even if they get a hole in one. They'll like if they get a certain wind, they'll just like reset the whole thing because it'll take too long for the ball to like arc and like mm. turn right. Yeah, it's they'll crazy. reset. It's purely luck at this point because <laughs> so many people can get all hole in ones, yeah. but it's all what is it RNG or whatever that is, just random game mechanics. Randomly That's all it is. Num- 
generated numbers. Yes. RG. Yes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound right. I think it's RNG. Random number generation. Yeah. Random number yeah, generation. Yeah, that's it. Something like yeah. that. But yeah. But the video I was talking about is it was they did like realistic golf where these guys they cleared their whole living room, they got their TV, oh yes, and they taped mm-hmm. their Wii remote to actual golf clubs. Oh my god! And they had a bag with a caddy, like one of his friends, was sitting <laughs> a caddy. and he said he goes, "What you think for this?" And he's like, mm, "I'd go nine iron." And he pulls out the nine iron. They take like they have like holsters or something, so they take out the Wii remote. They get the yeah, nine iron and they strap the Wii remote this on. And awesome. he sits there with the Wii remote strapped to the actual he golf club. Puts on his glove first. Yeah, he puts on the glove <laughs> in the living room. And he's actually sitting there swinging, and it works because. We sports obviously their remotes work like yeah, real clubs. Yeah, it doesn't can, track the end of the club; it tracks the handle. So right, so he can fully sit there and he fully swung the club like in real fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, as you, as yeah. Devin was talking, he was standing up doing the full motion yeah. for everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> my, my perfect form. That's perfect. just how video games are nowadays. Because like they have straight up golf <laughs> simulators where you're hitting mm. an actual ball into a screen I've and the screen's those. tracking yeah. with power and angle and it's hitting they, your they, shot. They track everything. They track the speed yeah. that the, your ball hits the screen, the Club angle. Speed. Yeah. Oh, Golf balls. Like, they they track club head speed too. Yeah, yeah. They'll track. Well, is so, there, isn't it all? Because you have cameras on you, like the pad of the the screen. I don't. I have no. Clue. I wouldn't think it's the pad. So you hit a golf ball. Fast. What? No. What they're what they're actually measuring is so there's three types of simulators. They have some simulators that are just club, or they're just measure club mm. angle, club speed, and stuff okay. like that. There's some simulators that will me- most simulators that if you go to Golf Galaxy or Dick Sporting Goods or you know those type of places, um, they'll just measure the ball like the first two two yards of the ball, and they can measure spin rate, they can measure launch angle and stuff like that, and from there they can make accurate measurement. But the really, really nice ones and what like the pros would use and even what some Golf Galaxy would use um, is where they track both. And those are actually the, the, the big miscover is like everyone thinks that golfers use that during the winter to just like play. Mm-hmm. The main thing that like golfers, I only go there if like at the start of the season – when I'm trying to like you know get where my launch angle's at, and it's all about trying to hit the window or stuff, you so know, stuff like that. That'll help with like consistency or. Yeah, it's part of that, but especially like with dri- driving's a great example. So with driving, it's not. It's like you. I mean, simple physics. Forty-five degree angle. That's right. that's the perfect launch yeah. angle. But with golf ball, it spins up. So a perfect launch is thirteen degrees. 2000 spin so getting that kind of like stuff at the high level like knowing those numbers and knowing perfect launch and hitting that perfect height window to get maximum distance like that becomes really important because there's extra 10 or 15 yards that are easy to gain just from getting the right launch you know it doesn't take a big change in your golf Mm. swing you know open the face or close the face that's all it takes um that kind of stuff is um that's like this stuff that like you know the high level amateurs and the pros do (laughs) Guys, I'm joining the golf team. You know, pretty good. <laughs> so the simulator, the simulator really has nothing to do with how the ball contacts that screen. Because I thought it was no. all Just, measured off. That's that. what I thought that's too. What like, I thought. But it, it makes sense. Like, like it's, there's it just cameras the analyzing. The screen is just the screen, the and, screen. Then, no, and then they correspond to what the screen like shows when you hit it. Yeah, so right. the screen would correlate to accuracy, um, and that's actually where they fall short. Like. Like, they can get the – so, like, if it's going to slice, but, like, in terms of, like, hitting it, like – so, where the ball starts out, basically, if it, like, slices, they can get that from the spin. Yeah. But what golf simulators don't really do a good job of is – and because there's no real good aiming point, if that makes sense. Like, you're hitting in a thing that's two right. feet in front of you. Yeah. So, it's really hard to aim. So, they, can, they can't really get how far right it started or how far left it started. Oh, that makes sense. But yeah. that's also – it's not really a big deal because most people don't pull it or push it. That's the names for – 
you know, going starting it right. Yeah. And starting if you're it if you're going to Golf Galaxy, you probably got hitting it straight down. Yeah, right. when you're I mean, when you're going to the Golf Galaxy, they just sort of assume you hit it straight because that's not really where the inaccuracy comes from. The inaccuracy comes from it's starting straight, but it's spinning right or right. spinning left. Okay, back up here. What's Golf Galaxy? I'm looking yeah, at it, it, Golf Galaxy. Is it like Top Golf? No, it's like the it, it's like the Dick's Sporting Goods. Is it like Pizza goods, Galaxy? It's Dick's Sporting. <laughs> it's Dick's Sporting. Go- it's a, you know the golf section at like Dick's Sporting Goods yeah. or Dunham's or stuff like that. It's just that, but like the whole store is that. It's Pizza. Oh, where is this? Oh, is this around? It's Pizza Planet. Oh, yeah, like, it's, it, in okay. the cities, it's more in in urban okay. areas. Like it's just a. I got you. Yeah, there's there's one an hour. You know, an hour of where we live. Like Dayton? Yeah. That yeah, area? Stuff, stuff around there, so. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, like, I would guess, like, take us through how, you we got how you started in golf, and then, like, you had your junior high, but how has your high school career been going in golf? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that nice question. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm choking on something. <laughs> what, what have you learned through your experiences? Adam gets so much Well, crap, so. Right? Even though he's the, he as, a, as a sophomore so and freshman, he was the best player on the he's team. so but. good. So let let's start with the, let's start with the good things. So um, I, I I won the I won our county both years. I even trying to be a mean question. I was, <laughs> no, no, let's let's I'll I'll go through the good things and then I'll go to the bad things because yeah. there's a lot of bad. So good things. Um, I was all higher this year at state. Really I, um, weak year. Really weak year. I I won, <laughs> I won our, our I won our county. Um, freshman sophomore year, I was um. Really weak county. I was actually our our county was the best it's ever been in like uh, fifteen years. So I don't think that's factually correct based on the statistics. Only but. two schools have a golf team. It's fine. <laughs> what are you talking? All those schools have a golf team. Um, um, but no. So 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 the bad parts. Um, uh, I've had in the turn. So in golf, you go sectionals, district, state. Um, I've had a issue of, uh, not playing well at districts and, um, having my team, um, carry me very far. Um, I took a 10 on hole number three at, uh, at, uh, Glenview in Cincinnati, um, uh, freshman year. Um, luckily our, our, um, number two guy that year, um, he's graduated now, but he was, he, uh, carried me and, uh, the rest of the t- and our four four three guys I did really well so um you know I Adam is the best was, on the team but he chokes but I choked so yeah. as, as a right I, mean, now, I didn't choke that but I got like I got like fifth yeah. but I was projected to you know get like, win or get second and right. that just didn't happen um just a bad day yeah can't do nothing about it and then uh, we'll have and then sophomore year my driver broke three days before the event oh my and I lost my putter and so that was <laughs> that was also the thing. Um, Practicing, yeah. <laughs> maybe I should have taken some Probably. putting device from Trey. Maybe that would have helped. But uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it? that was the. Do you want a state um, championship? Last year I had um, what's referred to as the yips in golf, um, where uh, when you practice emotion, this is actually a like medical thing. When you practice emotion so much, um, the muscles uh, start to. Um, I, I don't know the exact science behind it. Um, I wish my brother was here; he could explain it so much better. Um, but it is, um, yeah, it yeah, it's yeah. That's a, I had that with chipping. That was the main issue. But, uh, but so, no, high school high school's been uh, 
Overall, I haven't. I, I've, I'm in a good enough position where college is still an option. Yeah, he's still got two more years. Too. Yeah, exactly. he did this as a freshman, sophomore. So yeah, I'm just but, going into my junior year. Yeah. I remember a while ago you told me that you wanted to be like a caddy. Like you think you could make a professional golf caddy, and you had some reasons behind that. Just like explain that. Um, because like from what I remember, you told me that like you're not good enough to be a professional golfer, but you think you know enough knowledge, which is what caddies really are. Mm-hmm. Like kind of explain, because I think a lot of people underestimate. What caddies oh, yeah. do? Yeah, they're not. It's much yeah. more than just Caddyshack. Have you ever oh, watched yeah. the movie? <laughs> caddies are the brains that. behind golf. So, right. yeah. so I, I I do think there's a lot of psychology and stuff behind the caddy. The caddy is. I, I think a lot of people. I always hear this. Oh, I'll just carry your bag, like yeah. or something like that. Yeah, they're not like a like caddy is actually a helpful. Like, um, it's basically an extra. In golf, you have so much input to sort of handle. You have the wind. You have the lie. You have like so. If you have a downhill lie, it's going to affect the shot. If you have a sidehill lie, it's going to affect the shot. If you're out of the rough, it's going to affect the shot. Depending on how deep it's in the rough, it's going to affect the shot. Um, you know, where the pin's at, where you want to miss. There's all these different elements of, of the game and so much input that um, having an extra person there with a different and unique opinion who isn't guarded by the biases of, oh, I really need to win this, you know, he can sort of rein you back in. Um, when you're going a little bit too aggressive, and he can, you know, study the course and know the ins and outs of it, um, because he doesn't have to worry about executing the shots, mm-hmm. which is sort of the um, point of a caddy. Um, but so, the, sorry, go ahead. I got a quick question then. So, like, if you're a pro, right? Like a pro pro, mm-hmm. PGA pro, PGA, like, PGA tour pro, like PGA pro pro. That's what I said. Um, <laughs> no, but there's there's go- there's like golf pros like yeah there's um, like, yeah there's good and then there's PGA. No, but like no, there's like a golf pro a, is someone that works at a golf. Place. Yeah, a golf oh, pro. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's why they're right. You're right. so there is that like just right. when you're saying golf pro, you mean someone who's running a golf course. When you say PGA True. Tour yeah, pro, right. that means they're on the yeah. PGA Tour or they're on the they get, European right. Tour. They make so money like a, by playing golf. Yeah, yeah. A, a PGA pro. Yeah, would they have the same caddy every time, or would they get it like a specific caddy for like a course or a certain like uh, a tour you know what I'm yeah. saying? so so it depends a, a lot of the guys in the mini tours and stuff like that they they probably change caddies weekend and win out uh country clubs a lot of the country clubs provide caddies mm-hmm. um so they'll pay for a caddy at that specific country club who pl- a caddy who plays that course um and so that's how the mini tours but with the pga tour the pga um gosh pga tour and the european tour some of the bigger tours um they they have caddies that will stick with them for years and stuff like that's that. That's what I thought. I always thought they were like teammates. Yeah, like, like that's right. Buds. They like pretty they mm-hmm. they are. The, obviously, relationships turn sour all the time. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, as all teammates, you know, have that. Yeah. Whether it's basketball, mm-hmm. football, or anything, but um, yeah. But in general, there's once you get to that high of a level, you sort of just stick with your guy. Um, okay. And and it does become a relationship. <clears throat> like um, I know Tiger Woods, his caddy and him um, they like his caddy. And, Tiger's caddy actually. Um, Tiger was the first man at um, Steve Williams, who's Tiger's caddy, um, at his wedding. So they're right. like they, caddies and players become very, very almost like family because you're spending yeah, so much cool. time. Yeah. With them. That's what I would yeah. You're sleeping in the yeah. same hotel with them. And you're it's spending together. all day. Right. Yeah. Yes. Golf win, win and lose together. So, so it's, it's like, like it's like a driver's team. pit crew. Like oh, yeah, they don't okay. you're not right. changing people. You're yeah. bringing them everywhere. So and briefing them on yeah. everything. I can find somebody yeah. to put fuel in me. Yeah. <laughs> Cars reference. <laughs> so Adam, are you looking Ooh, for a caddy? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that line from I Cars am. now. <laughs> I don't need a movie. pit crew. <laughs> I can find All somebody right. to put fuel in me. Quit. <laughs> 
Anyways. Oh, that's a great Anyways, well, Sorry, repeat your question, Trey. Are you looking for a caddy? No, Trey, I'm not, like, I'm not good enough for a caddy. I'll be your caddy. <clears throat> uh, we just explained that you need to know golf I know caddy. I know your golf. clubs for you. You're going to get up early. not just carrying like, clubs. Know. knowing that The only thing you need help knowledge. on is putting. Yeah, <laughs> you are not good at putting. Adam, 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 you Adam, use Adam, all wrists. Adam, Adam. Trey, Trey will volunteer. He'll take you to the public <laughs> course. He'll show you everything he knows. You no, can take Adam, notes. No, we went, last time we went, I was the only one that hit a hole in one. Did you see my hole in one that I hit? No, I didn't. It was like, I just set the ball down. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. It's literally like a cross. So I have to go over like water and stuff. I just line it up. Hit it straight over everything. If I would have missed, it would have been like nowhere near. Go straight in the hole. I'm just like, I totally meant to do that. (laughs) I'm like that. I'm like that. Everyone just goes crazy. I'm like, Um, that's why I'm that that guy. (laughs) So, so going back to Devin's question um, about, oh, you said you wanted to be a caddy because you didn't feel like you were good enough to be a PGA Tour pro. I remember you told me that. A lot, a lot, almost like I'm gonna say. I'm completely making this number up, just for guessing. But I'm going to say 80 to 90% of all caddies are failed PGA Tour pros. There's rarely any caddies who, like, just joined the game were a caddy first. All those guys were failed golfers because they couldn't execute yeah, the shots. Yeah, because I think there's a different caddies. Caddies, you can, like, become a good caddy no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Golfer, you actually need, like, talent and mm-hmm. skill. Like, exactly. you need to be born good at golf and, like... You or get, you just know that get motion. good, or yeah. start, yeah, start. So there's, there's two caddies. It's just like more mental. So if you study and like right, you spend yeah. your whole life, you get those early mornings, morning. right? Seeing how wet the ground is, <laughs> measuring saturation. They actually, it's getting golf's getting really like the, this, with Bryson DeChambeau and all those guys who are becoming very, very technical. Um, there, it's becoming a very technical sport. Yeah, so, I was going to ask that. Are the caddies or the golfers allowed to go on their phones during the tournament to find, like, statistics or data, like, weather? Um, no. I feel like that the, would all just be provided, like, rules, in a general, yeah. So, yardage book, a yardage book is a is the little booklets they have of the course, and those are provided by the course, um, and by the PJ, and you can find those and online have, and stuff like that. You'd have to have wind speed and stuff like that, right? Yeah, they, but, like, they will, they will, like, check the weather forecast and, mm-hmm. like, before rounds, caddies will go, okay, the wind's going to be coming from here. Right. What's the shot we play? Yeah. And caddies will already know before, like, before the round, like, let's say your tee time's 9 o'clock. They'll, like, Tiger Woods caddy, uh, I saw in a video once, he was like, he will go out to the course before and look at the greens and, you know, see, oh, so if this wind's coming like this, we'll be coming in from the right, meaning we'll, our miss will be right, meaning ideally we'll have this putt. How does that putt break? Because if there's like with Tiger Woods, he always teed off last because he was winning. So he would literally like Tiger Woods caddy would go like watch the earlier guys and see oh they're on this hole. Ideally, we're gonna have that putt. What does that putt do? And so it's getting to that technicality point where guys now are almost like you're getting practice shots. Yeah, and it was back in the it was back in the day like ever since golf was the sport started in um, Scotland in around nineteen seven sorry eighteen seventy. But then it was more about, like, feel and stuff like that, and you had to feel the wind, you know. But but now it's getting to the point where, like, the yardage books are so detailed that, mm-hmm. like, you are knowing exactly. You know so much that they're actually allowing rangefinders now. They didn't allow that before. Mm-hmm. You had to calculate it uh, through math and stuff like that. But uh, now they're, like, it, the, the yardage books are so good that you don't even need a rangefinder. Yeah. They're, they're saying that it's going to speed up play, which is... Um, but it's not going to do anything. The yardage books are so, and there's so much data with weather and stuff like that, and they'll look up moisture levels. And it's 
it's gotten very technical, the game of golf. From a high school level, what are you guys all allowed to have? So in high school, we were always, we were always allowed to um, have um, range finders. So those calculate how far you are from the hole. Yeah. But those aren't allowed for – those don't allow slope. So that's like a – that's a – slope's a big thing. That's how far down the hole is. So if you're 20 yards downhill, it's going to go a lot farther, obviously. Yeah. Um, if you're 20 yards uphill, it's going to go shorter. So that's not – that can – we have range finders now that can actually calculate that in. That's not legal. You can't have a range finder that has slope on it. Um, but other than that, yeah, range finder and then clubs are really the only tech. And obviously clubs have their own classifications. You can't have a driver that's over 46 inches. What's or, the number 11 is your max? The number of clubs, you mean? Yeah. No, 14. 14 in your bag? You're allowed 14. 15 is not allowed. So, um, but, but stuff like that, um, that's becoming um, much more specific. What kind of clubs do you run? What's your fourteen? Um, so, yeah, what's your fourteen? Break that down. I'm trying to count it out in my mind, like so about you, what you should have. But so, typically, there. So you have pitching wedge. There, I'll start with. So we have driver, and everyone has a driver. Right. Um. Everybody has pretty much four iron through P wedge. So then you're. So everyone has a putter, driver, and four iron through P wedge. So then basically what you get is you get four wedges and then you can do two clubs. So let me let me let me do the math, Trey. So you get you get four wedges. Okay? You'll get one nine iron. So you get nine iron, eight iron, seven iron, six iron, five iron, four iron. That's you get six irons. Okay. No, six iron. We'll start with six <laughs> irons. Alright. Six irons, driver, putter. And then, okay, so how many is that? That's eight, nine? Eight, eight. That's eight? eight so then you're going to get four wedges and then two utility clubs. So and that like could either be three wood, woods, five wood, oh, okay. that's um, like hybrids, hybrids that stuff like that. Okay. You could have long irons. You could have like two. We got lot, there. It's like this year, this week's, it's uh, Open Championship Week um, in, in Britain. And uh, those courses. Favorite no, week. Note, it is a great week. It was the first major championship. I won't go into the history. But <laughs> <laughs> second half, second half. It's, it's great. It's great. It's, it's a great history. Um, so they um, out there. There's let. There's no trees, so the wind is very exposed. And especially in Britain, there's all wind gusts a lot. So uh, a lot of guys will elect to choose a longer iron that they can sort of hit very low and roll out. Um, so that's like a. And so pros are always swapping out clubs like. Three wood, that's more to carry far and spin from a long distance. Long iron, that's more to, you know, so there's all these different classifications. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a thousand different combinations you can have in your bag, which I guess we can get into more in the next segment. Yeah. (laughs) As somebody who eats a lot of fast food for work, I do have to say Subway isn't a bad value when you're on the go. Yeah, like if you're gonna do like a quick like thirty minute lunch, and like if you construct even right shorter one, than that, if you construct a right one, literally honestly rejuvenating. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. if the workers don't care, ask them. Be like, you get it, and they'll be like, you'll be like, can I get yeah? Can I get lettuce, spinach, tomato, pickle? Dang. And can I get extra on if all? Can I just get like, extra all that? They're like, yeah, okay, whatever. If they can load, barely fold it, barely cut yes. it, <laughs> and I like to load mine with a bunch of like the fresh produce because that's where you get your value at. It's the fresh, like the cold ham and the turkey. I don't really like to roast it all that much. If you get like a bunch of cold stuff and load it with like the good vegetables mm-hmm. and like a lot of spinach, it's tasty. So good. 
For so a little good. bit more, you can get their wraps. And oh, yes. Are so I've had a wrap before. They're good. I love their wraps. Legit. They, yeah, they really do just like... I got quick news. I heard on the radio today, actually, Subway is redoing their whole menu. Like, what? what? Apparently, like, I think they're keeping, like, the spicy Italian? I think the only, so. The only thing left, that's five for $5 yeah, for a foot long. That's, that's the one I always get. That's the best. Yeah, it is. But they're revamping. Well, I went on... Um, it's just Wagner's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they're revamping it, and they're basically, like, I don't know if they're completely scrapping it all, but they're adding a lot of new stuff. So I heard on the radio, tomorrow, they're giving away a million free subs. A million? You know how long Like, take... all across the U.S. Oh, I was going to say. I'm pretty sure. No, it's just ours. Who's the one? They're going out of business. It's a certain one. Put them out of business. Yeah, it's like a certain time. It, they said depending on the store, but there's certain times throughout the day where if you go, you might be a chance to win a free sub because they're you giving like a million away. Or so tomorrow? Like, go a bunch yeah. Of time. I guess I'm going to go to Subway today. tomorrow for same, lunch. Same That's with IHOP. IHOP. I might see you guys there. IHOP, I heard this on the radio today too. Tomorrow is like their... Seventieth right. anniversary. So there's fifty-eight cent pancakes. I did see. Yeah, a I did see a commercial for that. Yeah, fifty-eight cent pancakes tomorrow, seven to seven. I wish we had an IHOP close I enough. Know. I, I would go really like it up 20 today, of them. Today at work, I heard that on the radio. I'm like, hmm, I might have to go to IHOP tomorrow. It's like 30 miles away. I'm like, uh, uh, maybe not. But a quick quick news. Road trip, uh, trip with quick little update for listeners. Microphone setup. It all comes in tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. We got the mixer right here, but tomorrow we've all been pumped for it. I've, been, for, I've been checking every uh, are day. Are we going to upload again tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh look for a special upload again yeah. tomorrow. We then. are doing double well, upload that might this be... week. Will we upload that tomorrow? I don't know. Well, I mean, we're I recording. We're, we're recording, recording back tomorrow. to back. This is Monday night, tomorrow, Tuesday night, when all our mic stuff comes in, I think we're going to record again. And I'll probably, we, I, we could post it tomorrow. So you we might, might get, just for, you know. You, might just get, you guys might get lucky and get SGs. a back to back pod, but I'm so excited, dude. We're going to have such a nice setup. It's going to look so good, feel so good. It's, we've been waiting for a while to talk about it. It comes in yeah. tomorrow. It's, so. It's done. We hashed it over I'm for excited. a long time. It's like yeah. the first two minutes of our very first episode was recorded on that microphone, and it felt so professional. Yes. And now this, to know that this is literally going to be mm-hmm. five, five times, times better yes. is I'm blowing excited. my mind. It's going to be cool. It's going to be comfortable, too, because they're connected on cords. I yeah. think we said this before. We, we can, can literally back. just lounge. Relax. Lay, lay, we can literally lay down on the couch and just <laughs> yep. hold the mic up to our mouths, and it would be great quality. It's not going to work, because we're going to like want to get in each other's face, though, to like call each other out <laughs> <Yeah>. on <laughs> Like, really like no, that's other, not but... how it is. Liver isn't good, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It lacks <laughs> fat. Maybe good for you, but not as <laughs> you were puking, <laughs> trying to shove it down your throat. <laughs> it was not, bro. I used my You looked at Trey and goes, this is so bad. No, I so bad. Okay, Trey can confirm what I said because I retold him what I said. I said I have to take a crap. Cap? Uh, I don't know. Cap? I don't Caps for sale? I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty bad at reading lists, but the first time I thought, I think that's what you said. <laughs> All right, let's get back into the beef and noodles. A little bit of golf. Boy. Back to golf. Yeah. I just want to know why is food so good? Welcome to how I feel all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an out of body experience every time. Uh, like half the time when I run, the only thing that gets me through the second half is like I'm going to get food. Oh yeah, yeah. I totally feel yeah. That is so. See, I've been the exact opposite lately. I don't know why. I just haven't been eating that much. Nothing sounds like good. 
I just I don't eat that much. I don't know why, because I'm like okay, I'm, I'm, lift, I'm, I'm lifting a lot too, and like usually oh, yeah, like yeah, the past that's years that's a, when I lift a lot, I get real hungry, mm-hmm. just because your body trains the when you're lifting, you eat a lot, you burn a lot, your muscles need to rebuild and everything. I just haven't been hungry. I definitely felt that. There was a period like probably like two weeks ago I could not eat, but I've kind of like reforced myself to start eating again because I would I need the calorie count. I'm I'm the reverse I'm of that. Right I'm now. trying really hard to like I don't necessarily just sit around all day. Like I do a bunch of stuff but, like. If I know, like, I don't need the calories for this, I'm, I really just force myself to wait mm-hmm. a little bit, like the extra hour, two hours, to not, just like to not, a meal, not snack like... on something, even if it's healthy, because I, I tried to stay away from like, unhealthy, like chips or like stuff yeah. like that. So I'll even stay away from like a banana or something like that for like an hour. Mm-hmm. I'll hold myself off. Dang. But something, I've been feeling insane. pretty good. Not gonna lie. I'm the opposite. I eat anything yeah. and everything. Some, See, I don't I'll pack snack. myself like after a run. I don't but. snack. I just make like five, very large meals a day and eat them. Just constantly food. It's I used to do that, but I just haven't been hungry lately, and I just don't really care for it. But yeah. something I learned, I learned this a while ago, and like I, I'm surprised I haven't brought it up now. But you're like they say your body resets like every seven to eight years. Have you guys heard this before? Yes. Like, oh, you yeah. have all like, like all your, your your everything like, changes. Like, yeah. Your taste. Yes, like, that's the biggest thing. Like your taste, like you, what you like, how much you eat, your your. Uh, what, yeah. what you like I to do, too, I guess. I well, what the heck? It's a lot of like, it's, it's like mental. You probably this. didn't notice like, it the first few times. I tried mushrooms, but I tried like, mushrooms <clears throat> all the time. They smell so good. They taste terrible. Soon you I might like them. them. It's I bet a texture. Yeah. Well, it, it really is a texture. Yeah. I, think. I think, and that's probably part yeah. of the reason I've deducted. After I heard that, I was like, that's probably part of the reason why they made the drinking age 21. Because that would be oh, your third maybe. reset. True. And be like, it might get more people into it. That or, you know, there's probably more science behind yeah, it. Yeah, that but, you know, stuff like when your body's, your body's done developing so you don't right, it's screw like, it up. It's like full maturity. <laughs> once, I, yeah. once, I but, heard, once I heard that, I actually started thinking about it. I'm like, that was really true for me. Because, like, there was a while where I was a kid from, like, 0 to 14, I would say, where I was really picky. I didn't really eat anything. But, like, lately, like, these past few years, I've noticed, like, I really like onions now. I don't know Mm. why, when I started, but there's just one day where I started to have onions, and now I I have them on, like, as much as I can. I just like their crunch, their crispiness, Mm. they're, like, almost tangy, a little bit of heat. Like, I've, like, peppers. And it's all tan, they get a good, like, glaze. Yes. Like, Side There's a lot of different stuff that I've, like, realized that, like, I've actually kind of liked them. Like, I used to hate them, but I'm, like... I think my body reset and I started yeah. to like really like them and stuff now. I like too. I like asparagus and that's something. I don't. I, mm. I, they're, they're always just like so chewy and stringy, but I, it, maybe it's just like a way like I just haven't had them prepared stuff, right until recently. But they're so good. There's stuff I used to like that I don't now like cheese puffs and cheese balls. I used to love them. I hate them now. I don't that's know true. why. They, they literally hurt. taste. They, they hurt taste your gums. Yeah, and they taste it's gross. I don't like the texture. In, I want to die. Yeah, I don't like them anymore. I used to love them though. They're no, just... I think it's it's probably the thing of like when you when you don't eat something. When it's like for example, when you eat cheese puffs for seven years in a row, you get really really used to that taste. And when you don't eat any onions for seven years in a row, well, you I that you're you're, you're missing yeah. that taste of your like food block, or you're well, missing I that food. And then if you switch to like onions, which are I'd say a good amount healthier than cheese puffs. And, like, you switch to that kind of food groups, you just, your body naturally just, like, doesn't really yeah. like Because I know, like, when I was, stuff. I used to like uh, Fig Newtons, which, geez, I knew you yes. guys know that. Yes, yes. Like, when I was, like, seven milk. years old, I loved them, and I had a crap ton. And then, like, when I was, like, 14, like, I just couldn't eat them anymore. I'm like, yeah. I've had so much, I hate the taste now. So I didn't eat them for, like, three years, and now I'm, like, I ate one the other day, I'm like, oh, this tastes really good again. Like, yeah. so... 
I think it's more just thing of like when your body either misses that taste or gets so used to that mm-hmm. taste that it just rejects it. Right. See, like, I first I first heard the what? seven year thing uh, doing to like personalities. Like your personality changes after seven years. So yeah. I kind of just tossed it away because that sounds like like just fake. sounds like garbage. It still I, it's sounds, probably not seven years yeah. for everyone, but I do believe that like after so many years, yeah. I do think like your most body like resets. It's probably and, like, like an changes what you like and dislike. Yeah, because yeah, the body always needs to go through change. You know, keep things exciting, keep right. things enjoyable. It, that's yeah. not, it just commits suicide. I don't think that's exactly yeah, like, why. No, because no, I, be, I do think because think about it. Like, let's say if there's something that you like or anything that you don't have for seven years and it's new, it's obviously going to like taste better. Like, think if you just stopped. You're relating like Adam's logic to. People randomly changing every seven. No, years. but it's not. It's not random. So let me. Like so, so your body. What are your right. feelings? They're not just like some magical. Like oh, I felt it's it's hormones being released. All your feelings are hormones. Yeah. So my point is, it's not a it's not a body reset necessarily, and it's not so dramatic. Like oh, once you hit seven years, it's immediately. Yeah, immediately. It's you not snap like that. It's different for everyone. It's just your hormones. But there probably is a thing of your your hormone release is going mm-hmm. to get you so. You're not going to get the same hormone release yeah. from eating a fig newton. It's probably once you eat it a hundred times in a row, right, exactly. Yeah. So you less, need to change. Need more. Yeah, so you yeah. need to change. So, yeah. so your body resetting, you could say, is a result of your hormone releases. Not high try. Your your body your body resetting, you could say, is a result of your hormone release. Not it is just got sort of gotten tired. Like I don't like fig newtons anymore because I'm not getting the same release that I got right. from. So if I'm going to go to something different, like it, onions or something. It, it sounds weird, but like it's kind of like a withdrawal almost. Like if you just don't yeah, have yeah, something for so long and then go back to it, it obviously yeah. clicks yeah. different. Are a lot of the body's chemicals like that? I feel like it would be. It wouldn't Most just be like yeah. addictive. It's, it's also kind of like if you guys play video games. Right. Like I know Trey probably knows this. I don't know who plays quite a bit of video games. But uh-huh. you go through like phases. Obviously it's yeah. much mm-hmm. shorter term, but there would be like a month. Like this past month I have not played video games at all. Oh, yeah. And I just, I don't really bit. want to. Like if, so if I... I like I if after this I have free time I'm like I I don't really want to get on it just doesn't yeah. seem fun mm-hmm. and then like a lot of people do this like your friends they'll get on and you just really don't want to but then there'll be one random day where like you're kind of in the mood and you get back on and then you love it and then you do it for like another month yeah. straight hard and, and then, then you go into the phase yeah and yeah, then you kind of get bored of it and then you're just like mm, and then you take another it's like, like a month off I, do that. Yeah. I haven't but, played in a long yeah. time either yeah. that's kind of like what it is but obviously a lot longer term with your body where yeah. basically you you almost miss something and then you want to like go right. back exactly, to it I guess. Yeah. I think that'd be the more scientific I heard, yeah. explanation. I heard that and that was really cool. So I just think it's funny that we were about to go back to Adam. Then I just say, dude, food is so good. <laughs> 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 we go to the I don't know how we got here. It's probably about 10 minutes. Probably. Well, let's see if we can get a little more golf in here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll bring it back to a sophisticated so class level. types of food, though. <laughs> <laughs> Did I you like guys know that your body like resets every second? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've been here before. Did he just mock himself? Like no, were what? you the one who brought that up? Yeah. So it was he was like mocking? He was just no, he was just just mocking just, the whole conversation. Uh, yeah, I was making a yeah, joke. Yeah. That, like, we, welcome to the we podcast. Did. Then why did you just talk about voice? You missed the last ten minutes. But yeah, we can go yeah, back. So to what are you? What are you? I had, a, I had a question for you. Okay, so one thing I wanted to know is like the biggest thing with golf, like, is obviously there's so much technique in golf. Absurd. What do you think is like the biggest problem that people have? Like, if you say the number one thing, like someone's not good at golf or not consistent, like. What wow. what what would you say their technique like is the hips shoulders or their head? So, what would you say like the most common or number one problem is? I, I think the ultimate the ultimate key there's there's two main keys to golf. You got to twist instead of sway. 
So you don't a lot of I a lot of amateur golfers I'll see like when they bring it back they'll use all arms and they'll go way they'll move their body way back and they'll be way off balance. So balance is sort of you got to twist around that oxit, axis, not move off the ball, and that's sort of, that's just like you just got. Uh, I can't really explain it much better than that. You just you just got to twist, um, and you can't really lose balance. balance so you twist really out of your hips then. Yeah. So you turn. So in the golf swing, you if if you think about your your core being the center, that's where everything twists around. If you move like if you move right, so if there's a line perpendicular to the ball so you're standing you're standing next to the ball <laughs> there you're standing on the ball there's a line that goes from the ball in between your feet you need this your corny your chest needs to stay on that line so you can't move right off the ball because then you're behind it if that makes sense mm-hmm. then you can't move left off it. so that's that's one that's the one major key and then probably more importantly of what makes a good golfer <laughs> is um you have to be able to provide speed and power um, while being relaxed appropriately yeah. and that's think, the that's like the ultimate really i think that was my biggest a problem. lot of people will get really good like at twisting technique and they'll do good but they just can't relax under pressure and that's the ultimate difference between amateur like that's and, and that's the thing like we're gonna find out in the next two years whether me or some of the other you know high school golfers who are who are good right now um are, are gonna succeed that's more of a thing of when you get under really, really pressure situations, can your muscles relax and deliver the strike? really, you want every shot to be like a range shot. You yeah. Know, your most yeah, relaxed, that, chill, normal, just everyday yeah. range shot. Exactly, yeah. The, and, and that's the key. Can you, can you provide that power while relaxing the forearms and keeping the pressure? Because, again, the big misconception, you don't swing the golf swing with your arms. Like, I've like, the, never, my, in my backswing, I'm not thinking you know, move my arms back or like, cause your hands are not big muscles. So they're going to be very fidgety if that makes right. sense. I, yeah. Um, I think that was my, by far my biggest problem when I did play. Yeah. Cause like I'm, I'm a football player. So like I've always thought throughout my life and the things I did was like, it's all with your hands. Force, force, you know, <laughs> hit them, you know. So I remember I was sitting there and I would try to crank the ball and I would move Slice and flex it. my arm and act like I'm like almost punching the club. That's, yeah. I'm like, that's the last realization, that's last realization, so realization I had when I went golfing. And Jacob was there. We talked about it. So I was having a lot of trouble. I knew for a fact I could do it because I hit him. I hit him a lot in my house. I knew for a fact I could get some good straight ones. Like, they didn't even curve. They went pretty far. I'm not the best by far, but, like, as soon as I got to, the like, the actual course for the first time in a few months, I was buns. I was so bad. <laughs> so finally, like, well, I could relate this Jake, Jacob said one thing. He's like, I just kind of, like. I just said, screw it, and I, like, let it go nice and soft, and I did it. And yeah, like, I just don't think about it. Probably, like, the farthest one I've ever hit. I just kind of, I didn't yeah. force it. I didn't, I wasn't rigid at all. I just walked up to it, plopped it on the ground, didn't even put it on a tee. There's definitely so a certain cool. level of, like, muscle memory from what the pros have. Yeah. And, um, Slow yeah. is smooth and smooth is fast? Yeah, it's, it's, it's mm. more about delivering the, it's, you can't, the thing has to be swing fast don't swing hard swing fast because if you think swing hard you're gonna push with your right hand and it's just gonna your club's gonna dig and inconsistent yeah you have that was my big it has to be a long long swing so you're not getting too technical here but the longer the longer the club is away from your body the farther you hit it because if you think about it if you just simple mechanics the longer that stretch is the more speed you can deliver to the ball right yeah so it's not about being, it's not about delivering a hard strike. It's about delivering a long and smooth strike, accelerating right. through the ball. 
So I've always been told in my swing to keep my arms like rigid and solid. Is there any truth to that? Um, yes. So keeping keeping the left arm straight is a good idea because when it bent, if you think about it, your club's sitting behind the ball and your left arm straight. Um, when that bends, that bend can change, and when that bend changes, the club height. Yeah, because this is the club basically an extension of that left arm. Yeah, non-dominant arm. Well, at yeah, you want the club to be an extension of your arm. arm. The issue with that is, and I see this in a lot of amateur, a lot of amateur golfers, because that's how it's always been taught: keep your left arm straight. But that's sort of changing, and and a lot of pros like Jordan Spieth is an example of this. He does he bends his left arm just a tad throughout the whole swing. And the reason why that's important to bend it just a little bit is because that relaxes it up. Keeping them rigid is like almost the worst thing you can possibly do because you need to be relaxed. Because remember, your hands can't do the work. It's too hard of a task. If you miss the sweet spot by a quarter of an inch, you're losing 20 yards. So it's And you're 20 yards offline, 20 yards shorter. So it's too small of a task to let your small fidgety muscles that you would write with do. It has to be the big core muscles. Like when I swing the golf club, I do not think, oh, move my arm down or move my arm back. I'm thinking move my core back and my whole body moves with it. My legs, my, my arms, because remember, the core is the center of your body. If you think that your arms are above it, then your legs are below it. So if you move the core, then everything's in sync. Your legs and arms are in sync, creating a straight ball, getting it to start online. And stuff like that. So that's that's the major keeping it relaxed. It's a huge deal. Balance too, is what I would especially with on. the core. If yeah. you're balanced, your swing is going to be like yeah. I've actually, it's going to go where you want. This winter, I did a lot of um, more than anything. I did more uh, balance and uh, core work than than like you know lifting massive you know amounts of weights or you know get bench tell. pressing. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It's true. It's Ooh. not. But it's just not important. Like being able to twist fast is the most important thing. Would yeah. you say there's any truth? And I've always been told to keep your um, eyes down even after you hit the ball. Is there any truth in that? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. There is. Um. There's a lot. The an issue that a lot of amateurs have is when they go. They'll look for the ball too early, so their head moves up. When your head moves up, your, your arm moves, moves up. up. Mm. So you're yeah. bent, basically. My grandpa and dad always say, head still, head still. Yeah. Head on the yeah. ball, head they still. Always watch I've always been told, until you like all you come all the way up in your swing, don't take your eyes off right where your ball is. Yeah, sitting. that's I was, true. I, I think that I've heard that a lot, though, head still. My head does not stay still. We, very yeah. few, when very few guys. Yeah. Actually, a lot of the pro golfers, whenever they... That is a balance. <laughs> whenever whenever they... Signature. But no, like, it's professional golfers, their head isn't... There's a few that obviously are mm-hmm. very still. But most of them don't have this in, insane still head that's just, like, not moving at all. Most of them actually have when they make contact with the ball, their head dips. Mm. I would think the most important thing to keep still is your is your light core, or your center of your body. So this this center, you know, your pecs, your core, those can't move off your well, starting position. Yeah. Well, if you keep that, that'll extend to like your shoulders. Exactly. Because right? it's yeah. the center of the body. Yeah. So the head isn't. The head could do all this, and the arms would stay still because yeah. it's different muscles. But the center of the body, if this moves, your arm's moving. You see, I mean, if your core moves, so keeping keeping that in the same position, that can't move forward because then you're going to hit it on the heel of the ball. They can't move back because then you're going to hit it on the toe of the club. They can't move right, left Mm -hmm. because then you're going to miss. You're just going to miss hit it. If you're having problems with always topping the ball or chunking out grass, 
where's that problem coming from? Because that's obviously you're like changing it's like, um, the height of your club. So probably pro- that's obviously that's too much hands, probably too much arms. Um, you're trying to attack but the that's, ball instead of yeah. Could you um, like back up and like loosen up a little bit more? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think the most important thing. To, I don't know. That's not really like. What do you mean back up? Like move further away from the ball? Well, is it, I think I feel like he's saying. If but why would that help rigid, you relax? If you're rigid, if you're rigid you're and you up close to it, and then you're worried about the height. Oh, if you back, back up and kind of like loosen up, up a little I see what you're saying. You're not worried about the height. Yeah, that's true. Yes, yeah. That's more a stance ish. That's like oh, you true. do. You need to be in that's an athletic. You need to be in an athletic stance. True. Yeah. Where your where your legs are mobile. Because right. remember the ar- the arms aren't supposed to do the work, so it's supposed to be a fluid motion. But the big thing is the reason the club digs is because your right hand's getting too far in. When okay. your right hand tries to push through, the right hand's gonna have a tendency to go down because you're. Cause you think about the golf swing, and this is for right-handed golfers only. The right hand when it's push when it's going through, it's pushing the club, correct? It's yeah. the pushing mm-hmm. the pushing hand. Yes, the left hand is pulling, <laughs> correct? Mm-hmm. So the left hand's pulling, right hand's pushing. The reason you want to pull is because when you pull, it's going to be much easier to slip through that grass. So when you make contact, even if you're a little bit behind it, you can sort of slip through it. When you push, you're going to have the tendency for this right wrist to bend in, and it's Mm -hmm. going to dig. And you don't want the club to dig. You don't want to have that feeling where it hits and you go, oh, and you want to stop. When you should, it should, it should come out, and then the club should dig out the divot. So the, that's why the left hand, like I've done a lot of work with um, the golf pro at our local course, and he's been a lot of stuff. That the right hand can't control the swing; it has to be the left hand pulling, not the right hand pushing. Have you ever Sorry. thought about teaching lessons? Because I've learned so much. Today. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I'm oh so gosh. intrigued. I've been sitting here like I never thought I I'd be this. Well, this is in this golf. is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot like techniques. We, we might want to just not paid. post would, this. And make a master class. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you can make I actually, money. I, I don't, I honestly, in terms of, I don't know much um, about the golf. All I know is from. Is Core. Just, like, out of place right Yeah, Core. it's from, no, but like all, all, yeah, all this is just from the coaching I've gotten that was very specific to my issues in my mm. golf. Well, school. you could teach like. Rapid classes and like amateur like rapid classes. You know what I'm saying? Like do people, TikTok class. Yeah, like no, yeah. middle aged people that are like moderately I, I, interested. I know the I know I know, I know the general too. stuff about it, but yeah. again, golf's golf's a game where lots of different things work for everybody. Yeah. True, that's true. Um, so that's it's true. it's again, this may work for me, but it might not be the best thing for <clears throat> my theoretical students. <laughs> they already paid. So. <laughs> 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 we don't care. I tried. When I got the the master here, here's my next problem. I'll be coming down on so I'll line up my shot right. My he just wants a golf That's all he wants. (laughs) I'll have my driver lined up, and my club will be perfectly perpendicular to my body. Then I'll Mm. come down and like say I'm just doing a slow practice one, and then my club head's angle has already changed like 15 degrees. Where's that problem coming from? Because it's almost like I'm starting here, but then like through my swing. I'm rotating out. Is that something I just have to know? That so, that's how my swing naturally so works. So your wrist shouldn't flip. They should roll. And I think what probably you're doing is most do is they flip it back. And when you flip it back like this, it opens oh. the club place. So I don't. This is gonna be hard to say explain to audibly. Yeah. Explain audibly. But if you have your wrist normally like and straight, you, it's straight. And you flip it back to where it's like ninety degrees to the right now. So it's like that. Like you're trying it's to hold it towards yeah. yourself. You're trying, yeah. yeah try you're to trying touch to touch your, touch your forearm. Yeah. Try oh to touch yeah. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah, if that happens. That's called. That's what I would do. Flipping the wrist. You're trying to touch your forearm and you're flipping it. What you should do is roll it. 
So your so your so your forearm is more rolling around, so, uh, rotating, rotating. Yeah, rotating would be the better word. So your hand your hand is not your hand isn't changing. It's just your sort of forearm and rolling around that wrist. Yeah. And so what you're doing is you're flipping it back, opening the club face, and then you're not flipping it and you're not flipping it back to parallel because you're afraid you're going to thin it. Because if I you over flip, then that's what's gonna, and that's a major issue. That, what do you mean by thin it exactly? You you hit it low on the club face. I wish every week. It'll go this. really really low. You'll go you'll be high on the ball. <laughs> okay. So the yeah. ball's here. You're just coming in at the ball too high. I top the ball all the time. Exactly. That's where it's coming. Because you're flip. You're trying to flip. You you come in like this, and then you flip through, and you flip too much, basically. So your club head comes up. So if you flip too much, your club head's now coming so up. So I should try to get rid of all my flip and make it. More I wouldn't use wrist at your stage core. of the game. The only so what you would do is like when I like so what I think about when I when I swing is um, when I was younger I used to always do this I would just roll my wrist and just have that like steady motion and that's why your forearms need to be relaxed if your forearms are relaxed gravity I don't mean to say it like it, but gravity will take over your wrist if they're like if they're bent so let's say your wrists are bent back that way everyone's just sitting here rolling yeah I, was gonna say, I wish <laughs> yeah. everybody could no, see this we're, like, we're just all looking no. at our hands the so like wrist forearms. shouldn't be something you think about so I, I would I try to keep my when I think about it, I try to keep my wrists basically steady don't move them and what happens is when they roll back as it comes close to the low point in the swing, gravity is going to, when you pull your wrist back, it's going to feel, your gravity is going to want to pull that wrist back to parallel. Because your wrist is in a tight position now. Because your normal position's at, at address, and then you turned it with your muscle. So the muscle's still going to want to go back to regular, because now it's in a flexed position. So as you bring it back, when you pull through, it'll, it, everything will even now. What you're doing is you're flipping it instead of rolling, instead of rotating it. I got a question. Yeah. Another. I need more advice. I got a real bad slice. What do I do? Oh, so this is this is a big. So a lot of. You want to explain like slices? I actually remember. So a slice is when the ball. Let's simple. Slice is when it starts out straight and it goes way right. Yeah. It it spins right. It doesn't start right. It, it starts curves. out straight it and curves it curves right. right. A draw or a hook. A hook's the better word. The slice and a hook. A hook's when it starts out straight and goes left. Most people have a slice because it's easier to hit us. So to hit a slice, you hit, you're hit. you hitting down on it. The more down on it you hit, the more of a slice you're going to hit. The more you know up on it you hit, the more draw you're going to hit. Now, it's easier to hit down on it because it feels safer. When you're hitting up on it, you're afraid you're going to thin it or you know hit it high on the face. Yeah. So when you hit down on it, you feel safer. Just wait a second. I'm almost done. <laughs> so let's say, so <laughs> with the slide, with this the like sl- a glass because he's in a big chair too. He's yeah. like a big chair. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, with wait, the wait, wait, wait. so with the slice, when you turn around, what you need to focus on is is coming is coming down on the inside. You want to be an inside out, and what that means is, so if you think about bringing the club, here's the ball. You bring the club straight back, straight through. What you need to think about is bringing it. Inside, so if there's a straight line going towards your target from the ball, you need to bring it inside that line and push it out, because that's going to start. So I know it sounds weird, but to stop a slice, you almost need to try to start it out right, if that makes sense. Because what's hap- what causes a slice is all spin is is your your club attack. So when your club comes through, what is it coming in straight through? Is it coming in from the inside toward? Is it coming in from the inside toward the right? Is it moving from the outside towards the left? 
So how is that coming in versus your face angle? So if you, if you, if you think about this, if it's coming in, if it's coming in towards the right, it's going to start out right. Okay. So let's say your club face is aimed at straight, but your but when the club comes in, it's going towards the right. It's going to start out where the club's coming in at right, and then the club and since the club face is closed, it's going to draw back to the left. It's going to create that left spin. So what you have is you're hitting really far down on it, and this right shoulder comes over. Mm. And so what you need to do is when you bring it back, feel about bringing the left shoulder over to the right and keeping that right shoulder as far back as you can. The right shoulder should never get ahead of the left shoulder. You, uh, sure. <laughs> sure. When you bring it through, uh, the thing I like thing is right when I get to the top of my backswing, my left shoulder is touching my chin and my right shoulder is behind my head. Okay. And so when you do that, then pull the left shoulder through and don't let, let that right shoulder stay under your head. You don't want your right shoulder up by your ear. That's what you really want to avoid. You want to keep the right the right shoulder in, and you're just extending your left arm. Show. Sure. So for example, up, this, is what, this is what you do. So if you bring if you bring it back to here, you see how my left shoulder is right here. You don't want to go like this, because that's going to go outside in. And, and that was like gonna, not in the core at all. Exactly. You like and that's and that's why the arms get really big when you try to kill it. What you're doing is you go and then you pull. And when you pull, right shoulder comes over. And you're swinging way to the left, but, but your club face is still open. Right, so, so once you're swinging way to the left, the club face is still open. It spins the it's right. a dirt slice. It's gonna. You have no chance. I think Devin's problem is he only does arms arm days in the way you're Oh my! Oh my! So God. That actually is so having two. That's gonna. That's gonna really uh, create a slice. Yes, sir. Because that's yes, proof. He's because, on my side. Because no, let me let me let me explain. So when you when you have really really strong legs. When you have stronger legs and strong arms, the club's going to have more time to stay back, so you're going to have more time to close the club face. And less slice. And less slice. Saying that Devin's arms are really strong causes a slice, slice may have some may have some truth to it. I don't think it's I don't think it's the main issue. I think the main issue is trying to kill it so his left shoulder his right shoulder comes over and he tries to go left. I don't think it's too strong of arms. Acting like because his arm, because his arm, that's a theory within this that every everyone has, but I don't really think it has much truth to it. I think the main because if your arms are too strong, that you could still come into the right. It's your, it's your swing path, not the fact that your arms are too strong. Your right shoulder is coming over. That's the issue. So would it be the would the better fix to be to fix your swing path? Or I've also been told that there's ways you can open your hips and like stagger your feet instead of them being like. You know, parallel. parallel to each other. Yeah, you can stagger your feet to open your hips differently, or is that? I, I, th- that's true. There's definitely ways to fix a slice. Um, like they, we have drivers now that are adjustable, so they can like the driver will can be closed naturally. My issue with that is that you're now changing the normal swing and the in the normal way things should necessarily be. Or you're changing your stance that may not allow you to shape the ball in the future. So my thing is. I would do the normal stance and just if you're making like these dramatic errors where you're like changing your feet and like you're trying to open up, that would fix your slice, but like you it could also up your foundation. Yeah, it right. just messes up your foundation to like just it'd be easier to just keep it normal and learn how to drop the right shoulder in instead of over. <laughs> Seem yeah. to work for Cuz that's the main that's the main issue. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the main issue when you when you bring it in, don't do this right shoulder over. 
you want this to be like this. Devin, so this right shoulder, like this left shoulder is coming up, and the right shoulder is going under instead of true that. Old true that. He does this on the weekends for classes. He's good. Yeah, he knows. So how much? How much? How much do you charge? Before we ask more questions, I think that right shoulder might actually be a huge. So how? How? Because I wanted. So we've always talked about golf technique. How long do we have? Um, oh, this is a long one. Oh, oh geez. Um, one more question, though. I want to know. No, I think we got to wrap it up. Close, I know. But go. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll cook. I'll how, how much do you golf? Um, you golf uh, today. How like many a, hours? Like, just what is your look like? I work out every I'll day. Golf, I'll, golf, I'll, I'll, I'll do, like, t- today I played 27 holes. I got, I went two hours in the range. It, it's a, it's a, it's probably an average of five to six hours a day. Wow. Okay. So quite a bit. Like the time I'm working at the golf course, Adam's mm-hmm. also working. Yeah. Playing playing golf. It, it's no. It's like at, at the, if you want to like go to college and get really really good. Oh, yeah. It's it's basically a full time job. Yeah. So you golf a lot every day, basically. Quite a few I hours. think we could have him back for another pod. Yeah. I mean, every seventeenth. We, pro- we probably every seventeenth. Every seventeenth. Oh, time. I have to go golfing. <laughs> He's got to go, guys. The we'll time rounds. All right. Well, yeah, we need to wrap up the episode because it's getting pretty long. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you click our link because you can uh, support us now. You can do monthly subscriptions if you'd like. Please do it's follow on Spotify, follow our, our Instagram, Instagram, TikTok, speaking underscore sporadically. Um, you'll find us there. We're gonna start posting a lot more, especially tomorrow. Look out for tomorrow. We got oh, a new pod yeah. coming tomorrow 100%. night. Special, are great. special Tuesday night episode. Yep, of should be sporadically should be some tomorrow. good sound quality. Um, I sound quality. Anything else? Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We yeah. love having you. And Hope you guys enjoyed. Until next time. Peace. Peace.